0: Hi, this is Sam Chamberlain, and welcome to Things to Ponder, the sermon podcast from St. Mary's United Church of Christ in Silver Run, Maryland. Follow along with St. Mary's at stmarysucc.org or on Facebook and Instagram. Wishing you peace and good, my friends. Some of you are looking in the bulletin going, reflection, is, is that different than sermon? Yeah, and the answer is it's shorter. All right, so that's a win for today. But today, I just there's so much going on today that I simply want to reflect very briefly and kind of set us up for what it is that we will be doing here in just a couple of minutes. Because we'll light candles and remember those who have passed away in the last year. We're going to distribute Bibles to our confirmands and to celebrate their journey as disciples of Christ. And then we're all going to gather around this table and receive communion. There's a lot to do. And so I want that to be the thing that speaks today. But I do want to reflect for a second, again, because today is such a unique day in the life of the church. It deserves to have something said about it. And so I want to direct your attention briefly and quickly to Psalm 24. It's printed in your bulletin. You can see the entirety of it. And it provides a great deal of comfort for those of us who gather on this day, who are weighed down with sorrow in our heart, whether it is somebody that we have lost recently and certainly we as a congregation, we have experienced that. We have had deep loss in and amongst our, this family that we call St. Mary's. Others of us today are all constantly called to mind, those who have passed away at, at, at a time before. I certainly am remembering for myself, you know, family members who have passed away, not in the past year, but still that weighs heavy on my heart. And I have little doubt that many of you are mourning loved ones who have passed away many, many years ago, and yet that burden still remains in our souls. It never really fully goes away. And so we look for a word of comfort on this day, right? And it's possible that Psalm 24 intends to encourage us and then doesn't. Because hear what it says, the earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. And we say, yes, the world belongs to God. We know that everything is within God's purview, Confirms we just talked about God establishing the world on the seas, yes? But then it asks the question, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? And the answer we might predict, yes? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully, they will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation. Like, rock on, yes! The people who go up the mountain of the Lord are the good people, right? Yeah, they are. Which might be a problem for me. Because I don't know that I have clean hands and a pure heart. Might be for you, some of us going like, well, how clean do my hands have to be? Well, how, how pure does my heart have to be? Because the longer we sit here and the longer we think about this question, we're like, uh-oh might not be ideal. And we've all been to funerals, yes? We go to the funeral and we we say something powerful and meaningful about the person's life. I believe every single person, when they come to their funeral, deserves to have somebody stop and think about their life deeply and profoundly. But we've all been at places where we're like, well, there's also some other truths, right? I don't mean to make it awkward. I'm not going to leave it awkward. But let's let it be awkward for a second. That it's not always roses in our lives, right? And perhaps Psalm 24 leaves us in a spot where we're like, well, again, how clean do my hands have to be? How pure does my heart have to be? Well, friends, here's what I want to say on this All Saints, is that if All Saints is just about saying nice and good things about one another, we don't need any of this. All Saints has to proclaim the gospel, Just like everything else we do in church, all saints has to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus incarnate, Jesus died, Jesus rose again, and Jesus goes to the right hand of the Father. It has to proclaim that. And through that lens, the answer to this question, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place, the answer is, on our own merits, none of us. Not a one. And that's hard for me to think about for myself. And that might be hard for us to think about our loved ones. I mean, how many of us have a dear, saintly old grandmother? We're like, that was, a pure, those were, that was a pure soul, yes. And we think long and hard about it. Graham had moments. Your parents had moments. Your friends had moments. We don't talk about them in this space, but they had moments, right? You see, the answer to this question is there is only one who ascends the hill of the Lord. One might understand this hill of the Lord to be the right hand of God. Who ascends into heaven? Who gets there? And the answer is only one. And it's Christ. Christ, the one with clean hands. Christ, the one with a pure heart. Christ, the one who lived his life fully and completely in the direction of the kingdom of God. And so you say, well, does that leave us out then? Then what is all this? Why do we celebrate this? Well, no, it doesn't leave us out. And this is where the gospel happens. Because Jesus says, I'm taking you with me. Jesus says, I'm going to gather you together. I have called you in all of your virtue and all of your mess-ups. In, in all of your beauty and wonder. And in all of the CDs under stuff that none of us really like talking about in church, she says, I have called you. I called you in your baptism. When just like the heavens tore open and God looked down on Jesus and said, you are my beloved child, with you I am well pleased. Everybody who passes through that fount, Jesus looks at him and says, you are my beloved child, with you I am well pleased before you did a single work. It's the beauty of baptizing infants. We loved them before they even knew they were loved. God loved them before they even knew what love was. And he says, I walked with you in your greatest victories and I was there with you in your biggest failures. And I was there at confirmation when when we say the Holy Spirit in a new and powerful way comes and fills you and claims you as God's own and I was there with you. Again, in all of your successes and in all of your mess ups and if I'm with you all the way then why wouldn't I be with you at your death? This is what leaves us with the gospel message. Friends, we don't have the clean hands and pure hearts though we encourage leaning in that direction for sure. But God loved us long before any of that and he says i'm taking you with me this is what the this is what the uh, the epistle writers write when they say you are the body of christ friends this is very very literal wherever the body of christ goes is where we go And if Jesus is the one who rises to heaven, the one who sits at the right hand of God, the one who receives blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation, then so it is true for us as well. Wherever Jesus goes, he's taken us, all of us, with him. And that's when the back end of this psalm really pops. Lift up your heads, O gates. And be lifted up, O ancient doors, and let your minds run to your favorite fantasy and think about these huge, heavy, ancient doors. And the angels say, open them up, because the king of glory is coming in. Well, they don't have to be open that wide if just one dude's coming. But they got to be thrown wide open if all of us are coming. That the king of glory may come in. Who is this king? The Lord of hosts the Lord of us all, the one who has taken us all with him. That's what's coming through these gates. And so friends, as we gather around this table down here and this table up here, we remember our friends and our loved ones, yes, because they matter to us. Nobody's taken that away from any of us. And whatever your feels are today, feel all the feels. But every one of those people is a reminder that God saves us because God loves us, not because we're the world's most special person, not because of our pure hands and our pure hearts. Every one of them is a reminder that God is doing a remarkable work in our life and has claimed us as his own, and wherever he is, there we will be. And so yes, we remember them for their sake, but we also remember them for our sakes, And when we're not sure how clean our hands are, we're not sure how pure our hearts are, let us be reminded that God has not abandoned us. Christ walks with us, and God continues his good work in each one of us. May the saints of the past inspire the saints of the present. And let us also remember that the saints of the present got to inspire the saints that are to come. But in all of it, let us make sure that we proclaim the love of God who loves us deeply deeply and unconditionally and without.